The Pat Kenny Show with Aviva Insurance on News Talk. Google Bard has arrived in Europe. Uh, this is the tech giant's artificial intelligence platform, which they say will supercharge your imagination, boost your productivity and help bring your ideas to life. So how does it work? Will it live up to the expectations and the hype? Well, News Talk's technology correspondent Jess Kelly is with me now. Good morning, Jess. Morning, Pat. First of all, it's available is it free? It is free, yeah. You can just go to bard.google.com. So B-A-R-D dot google.com uh, and it'll be there waiting for you. Now, I've used uh, ChatGPT just to try it out, yeah. to get it to write things for me. And, um, you know, it was fine, but a bit pedestrian, a bit predictable. Um, is this different? It is and it isn't. It's the same idea. So I asked Google Bard to explain for a radio program what it is. And here's what she told me, right? She said, uh, Google Bard is a large language model chatbot developed by Google AI. It's a powerful tool that can be used for a variety of tasks. And then it gives some examples. And the, the giving of examples is really important here because there's this misconception that ChatGPT and Google Bard should be able to answer any question you have or I should be able to say who is Pat Kenny and it writes a beautiful three paragraph essay with factual information about you. That is not the case and Google has been eager to kind of stress this that it's not replacing Google search. This is a tool that you have like as I have it on my desktop right now I have Google Bard on one tab and I have Google search on another tab. And what would you use Bard for then? Uh, for a whole host of different things you know if for example you uh, I, I'm not doing this just for the managers listening but if I said uh, suggest five technology topics to talk about on national radio that would appeal to an audience of the audience that we have and it'll come up with suggestions whether that is you know screen time with kids the downsides of technology the good sides of technology it would offer you creative uh, solutions say for example I was going to my sister's wedding and they asked me to make a speech I could put in you know give me uh, or write a speech about my sister, who's 38, broke my S Club 7 CD when I was nine, lives in the UK. You feed in the data okay. and it forms it. So it's a creative tool rather than the search engine. And that's a big misconception that's been around about these two things. Uh, easy to use? Very easy to use. You literally just type in it. The interface, I have to say, is very nice. And it's less uh, clunky in terms of a user experience than what I encountered with uh, ChatGPT. So you just simply pop in the, the question or your query. Um, like some of the examples that it, it gave me here now um, as to what it can do. So it can generate different creative text formats like poems, code, script, all the rest. Help you brainstorm new ideas and solve problems. Translate language. Write different kinds of creative content. And if something comes up that you know is either not accurate or if you want more information, what I really like is at the bottom of Bard's answer is a little button called Google it. And if you click on that, it'll open out three suggested questions and it'll bring out a pop window from the search engine. So you can either customise your own question or use one of their suggested questions. Exactly. So it is, it's very, very clever. Now look, Bar didn't get off to the, to the greatest of starts. It was unveiled and in the demo, it was asked a question and it gave the wrong answer. Now, okay. highlighting and emphasising, I would argue, that these aren't, you know, the perfect things. And also, again, it's not a search engine. However, Google has taken their time to tweak it and develop it. There was, they, they had hoped to launch here in Europe last month, uh, but that was put on pause by the Irish DPC over data protection concerns. Have they been resolved? They have been to a certain extent. Now, I have been talking to the Irish Data Protection Commission who 
told us, uh, and this is the statement that we were given, as you're aware, Google informed DPC in May of this year of its intention to launch in June. We issued a detailed set of questions uh, to Google at that point, seeking seeking information and clarifications, and Google paused the launch. In the meantime, as a result of our engagement, Google have made a number of changes in advance of the launch. Uh, In particular, and this is why we should care about this, I know people laugh when we want to talk about data protection, but it is important that transparency and the changes to controls for users. So that means when you go on and you use this platform, firstly, you are met with a whole host of terms and conditions. It is quite long. I did read through it this morning when I was on the Lewis Inn uh, and there's quite a bit there. Uh, but also you can go in and control, I, su- <clears throat> I suppose, uh, the level of data that... It, uh, com- okay, so you know when you're asked about cookies, do you accept them all or do you want to customise what gets through on your... It's that kind of permission that you you allow it to do certain things or not. Exactly. And you can also... You can change your controls at any time. Um, they also do say that uh, the data isn't going to be associated with your other Google accounts. So they're not going to build up a profile of, well, Jess Kelly was watching a YouTube video of Atomic Kitten and now she's asking me to write a thesis. Like, what is this person? There is no connectivity Weird. at this moment. <laughs> we knew that, Pat. That's not breaking news. Uh, but so that kind of stuff. Now, the other important thing here now is that there will be continued engagement between DPC and Google and there'll be meetings, I think it's every three months or so, just to okay. see the progress of it. I, I'm dying to try this. When I get a, a bit of leisure time over the weekend, yeah. I will uh, have a go. Uh, last question is, about uh, you mentioned you, it will translate. Does it replace or can it replace Google Translate? It's again, it's an accompaniment. So if you wanted to, if, if you wrote uh, your introduction to this program today and you wanted to tweak it and have it in, you know, local Spanish from yeah. a particular region, absolutely you can do that. Um, I haven't played around with the translation that much as of yet in terms of testing its accuracy. Like I know myself, I speak Irish and sometimes if you use Google Translate to do a translation from English to Irish, it's not ideal. Yeah. Like, I mean, it's, it's like the old joke, you, you tell a, a tourist comes to Ireland and how do you say thank you in Irish? Pogue Mahon. Yeah, <laughs> basically <laughs> what go, Google Translate can and do. And they go yeah. around saying that all the, all the time during yeah. their visit here. But I will be having a, a closer look at it. But on first impression, I like it a lot, but it definitely is worth, the, uh, worth reading the T's and C's and indeed the small print. Very good. Uh, our technology correspondent, Jess Kelly, thank you very much for that insight. The Pat Kenny Show with Aviva Insurance. Weekdays at 9am on News Talk.